Welcome to Compassionate Cultures, the podcast. You're about to go on a journey of empathy, understanding and transformation. Get ready to dive into the heart of humanity's most pressing questions with me, Rebecca Hemmings, the CEO of Strawberry Words Training Consultancy and guests. It's time to turn up the volume on kindness and to amplify the voices of minorities that often go unheard. This podcast asks questions like, how can we create workplaces where ethnic minorities thrive without the chains of career stagnation? What if universities were safe havens for all, free from the storm of microaggressions? And how can we bridge the gaps between cultures that have been divided by the walls of bias and ignorance? This is not just a podcast. This is a revolution of empathy. Welcome to Compassionate Cultures, the podcast. Get ready to explore, learn and change the world one compassionate conversation at a time. So I'm in a different location today. I'm actually in Ireland, Kilkenny Island. And I'm, I'm here delivering anti-racism training for a wonderful organization called, or company called Cartoon Saloon. Hi, it's everyone at Cartoon Saloon. So they are um, an anim- animation company. It's so funny um, that I'm here now because last summer, um, my daughter and I attended a um, an event, um, which was a film, a film showing, uh, or premiere if you like, of a wonderful animation known as Breadwinner. And it's based on a young girl who was facing um, the wrath, of, if you like, of the Taliban. Um, and she, you know, she had to pretend to be a boy to, you know, to help her family survive. And, you know, it was just a such a carefully told um, story, so sensitively told. Um, and that was hosted by an organisation known as Breaststrokes. So they're a charity for refugees. And so um, I know Salman, who's a part of that organisation who invited us along. We went to see it, you know, it was a brilliant movie. It was so brilliant that I posted about it on social media. Um, and I know everybody else, you know, because there are other people in the room, you know, refugees who are watching it. And everyone just just felt the, just the, oh, um, it just really pulled on your heartstrings to know that this is the reality that people are living in and you know it didn't matter that it was animation the story came through and came through as very true so um and it's directed by or produced by forgive me Angelina Jolie and um so produced by Cartoon Saloon and so um yeah so fast forward to um December of 2023 Cartoon Saloon actually got in touch with Strawberry Words. Um, a couple of people in HR had done the online training, the Time to Talk About Race training, and basically said, um, you know, this is what we've been looking for. We've been looking for, you know, we were, we're working on our EDI policy and our training, and it's been really hard to find something that we, we want. And we've done your online training, and we wondered if you deliver this in person because we'd love for you to come over to Ireland to deliver it for us. And that's the reason why um, I'm, I'm here now. So 
Um, so it's just a wonderful coincidence that that's happened. Um, and so, yeah, why I'm making this episode is because what's been tricky is... Um, no, I, obviously I do the anti-racism training all the time in the UK, right? And so you get used to delivering it in one way. You know, you kind of know how sessions are going to go. You're fully aware generally of how people are going to react. You know, I, I, I know my narrative. I know, you know, when people are going to react in certain ways. But when I was doing the research for this, I had to really stop and think because I am in a country where it is the, the majority are white, but they've also faced racism as, as a country. So how do you then have a conversation about the racism that travelers are facing, um, other white ethnic minorities are facing, like there's loads of Brazilians here, Mexicans, Ukrainians, uh, and, and so on. So, you know, there are lots, and there are a few, there are a few, there are some, there are not many Caribbean people I've learned, um, there are many, I say many, I know in Kilkenny, the percentage of black people is something around the figure of 1.6%. So it's really, really low. Um, and so, yeah, so my question was like, how do you talk about systemic racism with a nation or group of people who've had a history of racism themselves? And, you know, if you, um, believe that well you can't be racist if you faced racism then <laughs> how do you have that conversation and you know again I always say it's never about pointing the finger and blaming it's about having an open honest conversation about the current state of play right everybody wants to improve things right so uh, how do we have that conversation so that's the bit I was really um, a bit nervous about if I'm being honest because um, before I delved into doing a whole heap of research, I was just unsure about what that would look like. Um, <clears throat> because, um, <coughs> excuse me, it was a lot, it's a lot more straightforward in the UK. So, you know, I embarked on a period of, of research. So that meant, you know, YouTube's a great thing. Not saying I only did it by YouTube, but what was amazing, because I needed to get some so, you know, I didn't have time to do lots and lots of reading, lots of books, reading lots of books. But for some things, I just needed insight into what this was about. So, for instance, the Great Famine and how and how and what happened there, because these things you're not taught in school in the UK. So, you know, um, just a quick brief overview of that. So um, I'm not going to remember the dates, but I'm, I feel like it's. You know, I'm not going to embarrass myself by trying to remember the dates, but um, the Great Famine was a time in Ireland where um, the British ruled and there was a, you know, the main way Irish people got food is through their potatoes. That was the staple diet. And um, unfortunately, the potatoes became diseased through what's known as blight. So the potato crop for quite a few years, I think for it was about five to seven years, um, just it wasn't there. And unfortunately, people died um, in mass amounts. Um, I believe the figure was two million and I should have checked this before um, I made this episode, but I'm just going off memory. Oh, it's a whole lot of people, massive tragedy in, in Irish history. 
And um, again, you know, the bits you're not taught, because I, you know, I was aware of the famine. It's not that like I hadn't heard of it. Uh, but what I didn't know was that um, it was totally preventable. It didn't have to be that way. It wasn't as if there wasn't food in Ireland. There was, but a lot of the food was then being exported to England, to the UK, um, which is, you know, it's, you know, it's sad, really, really sad. Hey, I know you're enjoying the podcast episode, but I just want to quickly come in and say, look, if you're an organisation that needs anti-racism training for your organisation because your staff are lacking in a racial literacy, they don't have the words, they get stuck when talking about racism, they're, they want to be able to deal with incidents, but they're not sure how to, then check out our Time to Talk About Race online CPD accredited course at strawberrywords.co.uk. Okay, we can train from 10 to 10,000. But get in touch today at admin at strawberrywords.co.uk. Now back to the episode. Um, you know, and then, you know, a lot of Irish people went to America. I didn't know that today. 15% of Americans have Irish heritage. I didn't know that Mariah Carey's mom is Irish. She's Irish, married to a black Venezuelan. Um, and um, just a side note, really. Um, when um, Mariah Carey's mom's family found out she was dating uh, essentially a black man, they disowned her. So, you know, just interesting stuff. Um, so, yeah, my th going back to my, my, my challenge, how do I have a conversation with people, white people who have that history? And so um, what it came down to, the bit that I you know, I felt I really needed explaining, just was really around what is racism. Um, and essentially, and I won't go into the ins and outs of it, you know, that's for the training, but essentially it's just ensuring that people know that actually anybody, and, and I, know, I know people will argue with me on this one, but I'm pretty clear on what it is. Any group of people that is in the majority, regardless of their skin color, um, if they have the power and, you know, they are in the majority, they can racially discriminate against ethnic minorities, whoever those minorities are. So we see, for instance, the Dalit community in India who are deemed as the underclass, if you like. It's the same kind of thing. <clears throat> Everybody, you know, people are Indian and they all face their own forms of persecution. However, um, those people who are in the minority, those people who don't have a voice, those people who don't have power, they are the people um, who are on the receiving end of uh, racist treatment because it's based on ethnicity, okay? So ethnicity is your culture, it's your language. It, it is also sometimes to do with skin color, but not, all, well, not all, always, uh, it's your ancestry. It's the same with the travellers here. So, you know, the, the tra travellers here, Irish travellers, are the Dalit community of Ireland. Um, they are the, um, and also the migrants, you know, there's a whole migrant crisis going on here. So, you know, they will re receive awful treatments. And, and so it's been able to say, look, look at what's happening with traveller communities, look at, you know, it's been, it, for years it's been difficult for them to find a place to settle if they choose to do that. Um, it's been difficult for their children to be a part of the education system because they're treated um, so um, differently, so poorly. Um, health 
uh, health conditions for um, for traveler communities are really dire. Um, it's really, really sad. You know, um, travelers, 11% of 11% of travelers commit suicide six times more than the um, average person in uh, a white white person in Ireland. And a lot of that is down to the racism and discrimination that they face. And so it's for me, it was about explaining that, that, you know, yes, you've had your history of being um, on the receiving end of racist treatment yourselves as, you know, as a nation. But it doesn't mean that you can't also treat other people in similar ways. And that's that's essentially the, what I had to be able to communicate. And, you know, the day one's done. I've been able to do that. And, and I'll continue to do um, the same on day, on day two. And what was interesting is what the differences I noticed between um, learners in the UK and learners here is that when I explain that, that, you know, when we talk about what is racism and I get them to tell me back, you know, once we've done a few exercises, and tell me what racism is, there's more of an acceptance that, oh, yeah, yeah, we do that. You know, not 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 a, like that's okay. We do that. It's a, okay. You know, that's not cool, but we do that. Whereas in the UK, I find it's more uh, it's more difficult for people to accept that. There's um, certainly a a huge uh, weight of guilt in the room that I feel. People will say it. People will say, "Yeah, I understand that racism is you no. Know, it's the systemic stuff, not the individual stuff. I understand it's this." But there is a hesitancy to say that. Um, some people will embrace it, but but I notice in general there's just a lot of uh, pressure and angst behind responding. Whereas I didn't feel that, or I haven't felt that here. It's like ah, oh, yeah, I see it, and I'm I'm pretty sure. I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure that's because of the history. Um, you know, it's more easily recognised um, here. So, yeah, yeah, it's um, always interesting work. Never easy, um, but yeah, but it just goes to show the importance of knowing who you're speaking to when you're delivering training. It's, you know, I, you know um, I mean, I've delivered um, anti-racism training for many different groups around the world and I ho always have to embark on that research. I always have to think about the words that I use. I have to be aware of what are the contentious issues. One of the contentious issues here at the moment is the migrant crisis. You know, you know, we think things in England are quite, you know, um, bad. It's a lot worse here, but that's for another episode or for you to go and check it out online. Um, but I just wanted to share that because I know that would be useful for somebody listening. All right. Uh, as always, let me know what you thought of the episode. You can comment on Spotify or send us a message on social media. All right. You have a great day. Bye.